Open a 5.25% annual percentage yield 15-month certificate from Royal Credit Union. Open now at rcu.org slash certificate 525. Early withdrawal penalties could reduce earnings and principal. APY accurate as of 6523. Insured by NCUA. One down, two to go, and only so much money to do it with. Bill Guerin locks up restricted free agent Brandon Duhame as we figure out how and when he will sign on Philip Gustafson and Kalen Addison. Plus, like championship trophies in Boston most years, it's tradition to check in with Charlie Coyle each summer as he begrudgingly looks back at last year and ahead to life as a girl dad. As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, brought to you by Talk North, Grain Belt, Jim Beam, Livia, and Royal Credit Union. This is Season 4, Episode 185. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition, like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company Incorporated. Fairmont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. What's up? We're back. Bar Down Beauties, episode 185. Super excited. We've got Charlie Coyle in the house. Well, in his Boston house because he lives in Boston and plays for the Bruins now. But he's checking in with us as we find out all about his uh, offseason, what last year's regular season was like for the bees and have some fun because, you know, we heart Charlie and his family. Such a such a great guy did such great things here when he was in Minnesota for the community and for the people continues to do that in Boston. So excited to check in with him in a little bit. But Kirsten, first of all, how are we? How was your summer? How was how was your weekend? More importantly, um, well, my whole weekend was spent at work, but me just being me. I made awful jokes, make everyone laugh because I'm so funny. So therefore, I made my own fun um, in the midst of just a bunch of work. I'm doing great. I am tired, but a good tired because that means we've done things. Um, Jesse has brought me out of my house to be more social and mm-hmm. active. So it's been good. Things have been good. But summer is going by too fast. I know that being said, I'm exhausted because I'm doing too many things. Like I for, I like don't allow myself just to chill or my kids who then get tired as well. And I'm like, why are we so tired? I'm like, oh, yeah, we've been doing something every day or every weekend. It was great. Got to catch up with my high school friends this last weekend at my buddy's cabin. He was in town from San Diego. We all have children now, which makes catching up so different than the shit shows we used to be back in high school and in college. But I love it. It's fun to see our crew grow. So, yeah, I didn't have to work, but, you know, it was work taking care of kids. So kind of the same. Yeah. They, just, they just don't pay that's me fair. for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a that's a valid point. I think people underestimate how much work it is to take care of kids. I know. Billy Guerin doing some work as well. He signs Brandon Duhame to a one year, one point one million dollar uh, extension, giving him he'll be a UFA. Excuse me. Next year, Duhame was a restricted free agent this year. Gets the deal done ahead of the arbitration hearing, which was set for Thursday. Uh, Kirsten seems about right. Probably exactly what I would have anticipated. Just a one year, one point one million dollar for Mr. Duhame. But nice to get that done. Nice to have him back. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy it's done. I'm sure he is happy to have it done. I know Bill Guerin is happy to have it done. So, no, that was a huge piece. I mean, me personally, I was on the record saying, I don't know if we're going to get him back, which 
you know, it, I thought it was going to be a lock at the end of the season. Then when you found out things were taking a little bit longer, that's when I started to get a little worried. Like, is this actually going to pan out or are we going to lose him? We got him. I'm happy about it. Yeah. I like it. Again, in a one year, we spoke with Brandon Duhame yesterday, right after he had signed and he had mentioned he'd like to come back to the wild after that. He would like to continue to play for the wild, which yes, we can argue that everybody says that, but I believe it. Like, I think he's mm-hmm. found a nice role. Um, You know, he said this off season, he's just obviously working on getting healthy and, you know, returning to his game. He mentioned that his injuries last year really set him back much more than he had anticipated. Um, But again, it's nice for Bill Guerin to get it done. This getting done per cap friendly leaves $5.4 million in cap space for Philip Gustafson and Kalen Addison, both RFAs. Gustafson has his arbitration hearing on August 4th, which Kirsten, it sounds like it's going to go to that hearing because it sounds like the two sides continue to be further apart, which seeing that you have 5.4 million left for two players. And yes, I'm not saying Kalen Addison's going to make bank on this, but Gus probably wanted five and that's just not going to happen. No. And I think it'll, I, I think it'll work out in the wild's favor. Cause I think they'll be able to re-sign Addison for an affordable price for them. Um, I don't think there's a doubt about that. The Gustafson one, I think, has just played out to be a very interesting story this offseason. I think it's taken longer than kind of anyone thought that it would. Um, and uh, me being me, here's my take on it. I don't, people will probably disagree with me. I don't know. I guess I also didn't expect it to take this long. And I part of me is probably like it's probably his agent financially also looking out for the best interest price-wise. There's always sure. that factor because it's a business. Gustafson I don't know like I I guess and this is why I'm not a general manager like I can bring you your coffees if you want but I don't want to deal with money I can't even manage my own money I don't know I think in order to sign a bigger contract give Gus more money I would have liked to see maybe one more year to make sure like consistency Um, because we all know how he started off the year and that's not to take anything away from the season that he had because once he kicked it into gear he blew everyone away exceeded all expectations but I just I feel like he feels expensive for having one really good year that's exactly my take too like I think he's no no doubt your starting goaltender however this works out he is your starter heading into next year with Marc-Andre Fleury being your backup I don't think you'll do as much of a 50-50 split maybe you do who knows but Gus is your number one to Fleury being your two whether that's a 1A 1B I guess maybe but um you're right like I think it's crazy to me that you would be expecting money. You had one really good year. And granted, mm-hmm. this was the first season that he was given the opportunity that he was, right? And he For certainly sure. rose to that occasion. But I completely agree. You need a second year, a second sample size, if you will. Like we always talk mm-hmm. about with forwards and goalies, oh, that sophomore slump happens to goalies as well, right? Like it's it's a thing. It's a real thing. So I think he, you know, I understand, you understand Gustav's point because he does recognize, hey, you guys need me. You know, you're not ready to have Velstead up just yet. You don't have anybody else there. You guys are going to need me. So here's what we want. Um, So a little well, bit. Of and a not to call. mention on a personal note, like he has his own family. He's expecting a baby, isn't he? He's also I think they just had it. I think. The, oh, what, they just had their expecting baby. or they just had their baby. One of the two. Yes. But I believe he's becoming a dad or did become a dad. Either way, their family is expanding. So, I mean, financially, yes, I can definitely also personally be like, you need to make sure you get as much as you absolutely can personally to be able to support your family. So, I mean, 
I understand just, yeah, I just would like to see more. And if you're getting paid, I I really want to see that really good second year too. Yes, exactly. I mean, just help out Billy G. You know, you know, there's probably, I would bet three and a half allotted for him, maybe three, which I think three for a one year, two year deal would be okay. Cause then I'm not saying Kaylin Addison gets the rest of that, obviously, because you still need money for call-ups as well. If you have guys True. that aren't getting on the roster. So it's like, you can't, you can't have all this money. You just, you can't, I mean, Kirsten and I do what we do for no money. If anybody wants to start throwing coins our way, we will always take that. I don't even need a hearing for it. Like, you know, send a dollar this way, whatever, yeah. whatever you think helps the buttes, uh, you know, help support our golf fund or something. My Venmo is at Kirsten crawl. <laughs> Yeah, mine's at Jesse. We, you know, just find us. You can find us. You yeah. just feel free. This that just turned into a very sad, poor beggy thing. Fred's gonna be like, oh my I, we're like us with a little cup of change, like yeah. spare change, spare Anybody change for the content change. creators. <laughs> well, you know who had some spare time for us, Charlie Coyle. Always love catching up with him. So we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Charlie Coyle. Stay tuned. What's going on, guys? Jesse Pierce here to tell you about an extension of Livia Days that Livia Weight Loss Control Centers have. It's the best deal of the summer. If you join today, you get 50% off your own personalized program. Now is the time to get healthier, get active, get out there, and enjoy the summer, you guys. I'm down more than 20 pounds in my own weight loss journey, and you could lose up to 10 pounds or more in just your first two weeks. It's been fantastic. I'm keeping this journey going. You will, too, with the help of Livia Weight Control Centers. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's 855-GO-LIVIA or L-I-V-E-A.com. Join today. They've been voted Minneapolis's best weight loss program year after year. Find out why. Sign up today and let them know Bardown Beauties and Jesse Pierce sent you. We're back. Joining us now, everyone's favorite Charlie. I mean, ev- like absolute favorite Charlie. I don't think that there's any other Charlies in the world, even here in Minnesota, home of the famous Peanuts. Charlie Coyle, what's on? What's going on, Charlie? Not much. Thanks for having me on. How you guys doing? Good. Enjoying summer. How has your summer been? A crazy summer, I imagine. You're getting ready for a baby at the end of August here. But in general, how's summer been going? Flying by for you like it has us? Yeah, it's it's been it always starts kind of slow and you're like I get the whole summer ahead and then things start happening and then you get events and we're getting older, get weddings, go do this and that. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like July 4th and I feel like right after July 4th, it just, and it goes so quick and uh, we're heading into August here already, which is crazy. And yeah, we got the little girl coming in late August. So that's coming quick. We're just trying to prepare and enjoy the summer while we can, while it's just the, the two of us, uh, for now but it's it's been going good we can't complain too much have you told the dogs yet that there's a baby do they understand because i know that's going to be the biggest issue and hurdle you have is the dogs realizing that dad now has other responsibilities and priorities i know it we i mean i love my dogs wouldn't change them for any other dog out there but you see the videos of like dogs and they they know that um, you know, the mom's pregnant and like they have their head on there, you know, and like doing these little cute things. Our dogs are so clueless. They have no clue at all. What's, what's going on. Um, but that's going to be really special. I think when we finally bring her home, they get to interact with her. Um, you know, we get like, we see videos all the time now, like pop up, like either dogs or golden retrievers in general, like the newborn coming home and how cute they are and know how excited they are. It's just, so we're, we're really looking forward to that part of it. 
Um, but hopefully they're not too jealous. <laughs> we'll see though. <laughs> I feel dads are just proud in general of their kid, no matter the gender, but just being a girl dad, I feel there's been an extra level of pride surrounding that. So knowing you're going to have a baby girl, how excited are you for that? I am. I, I've always, I mean, I grew up with two sisters and I always wanted a little brother. I've always, you know, that's how I've always been someone to play with, play sports. Not that I didn't play with my sisters, but it's just a little different dynamic, but, um, you know, over the years, I'm like, I can't wait to have a son. Someone to throw the ball with, play hockey with, do, you know, do all the stuff that guys do. We like to do all the time. And, but then leading up to this, of you know, even before we're pregnant, um, I was kind of like, I think I, I think I really want a girl, you know, I, I just, I want to experience that part. I think I'd be mad if I had, you know, three boys and no girls, um, I'd rather have three girls and no boys, honestly, just to experience being a girl dad. And, uh, I've heard really good things. Girls are a little easier at the start. So we'll see how that plays out, but I'm, I'm really excited. I really don't care either way, but if I were to pick, I'm glad we're having a girl right now. Um, cause I really want to just see what that's like. So we're excited. The key is at the start, Charlie, because eventually Girls get a little bit tougher during that teenage years, mostly with moms. I will say my dad and I always best friends. Yeah, I have him wrapped around my finger, but I love him. We're, we're the two peas in a pod. But yes, so good luck with that. Um, who's been giving you the best parenting advice? Any of your teammates got some good? I know Jason's got a daughter. I think Felino's got quite a few kids. No, no longer with you guys, but uh, who's yeah, been giving you the best advice. Um, we take it little by little from each one. We have a lot of friends right now, too, from around here. Um, that they're having kids or they're having their second kids feels like everyone's pregnant these days. And it's just like, (laughs) that's all coming. It's all coming right now. So we're just joining on the party. Um, But we take bits and pieces from everyone Um, and everyone's situation is different, but you see how happy people are, even when they're like, we haven't slept, we haven't done this, but it's the best thing in the world. And so I've talked to Jason a little bit. I got to visit him a few weeks ago when I was out in Minnesota, uh, visiting my wife, family. And uh, so we got to talk about it a little bit. Um, so that was cool. And just to see how he acts with his kids and how good of a dad he is is so special. So I definitely want to experience that, which we will. Um, but it, it makes you more excited when you, it makes you more like into it and, and really see how these parents are, how your friends are as, or as parents. And you start to pick up little pieces that maybe you didn't before because you're about to be in that situation. So it's been really good. I feel like it's been like a whirlwind of a year for you since we last talked. Like, wasn't it this time last year you guys were just planning for your wedding and then now you guys are preparing for a baby? Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Time flies. It's, it's, you see, as you get older, it's just how it goes. And, you know, you're at this one event and then all of a sudden it's your, the next event of your life. And then who knows, maybe next time I'm talking, you know, we're having kid number two. We'll see. But <laughs> uh, it's going quick. It's going good. Life is good. Um, but it's been, uh, yeah, it just, we're getting older now. It's just kind of, kind of crazy to, to really think about. And, uh, but it's all good things, you know, and, and this is where you want to be in your life. And this is where I want to be in my life and hopefully the dogs, but, uh, that we'll see when that time comes. My two biggest pieces of, of advice for you, Charlie, one, it's going to sound weird, but use a red light bulb in the bedroom. So when there's those late night feedings or diaper changes, none of you guys get like super wide awake, right? So it's a very dim light. Right. You can use blue. Blue is a little different, but that was, I got that from a USA hockey guy and I swore by it with all three kids. The second I one, like 
let the vacuum roll. Like, don't worry about being super quiet around the kids because then they fall asleep easier when you're like out and about, right? Like my kids, God bless them, fall asleep at bars if they're tired, you know, if we're at a bar or something like that. But yeah. don't try to keep it too quiet because I find that uh, they adjust a little bit easier. So those two things. Help. I like it. I'll yeah. write those down for sure. Right? My wife See, probably already knows that. She's really good with that stuff. And she has all <laughs> these little things and so I think I'm learning from her at the most and she hasn't even been a parent yet. So that's, you know, um, you figure it out. Yeah, we will. We yeah. will. Still don't know what I'm doing, but somehow three kids are alive and I count that as a win for <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, you a pretty good job. Yeah, exactly. Well, we try, uh, you know, let's go back to the regular season. What was that year like for you guys? Obviously setting all these records, having such a phenomenal regular season year and for you to do that with your hometown team again I mean just what was that season like for you well it was it was good until it wasn't you know (laughs) you always we would trade that regular season in for a chance at the Stanley Cup no question right like yeah we accomplished a lot of things like that's what you want to do you want to be the best team you can be and and keep building and keep getting better so playoff time comes you get on this run and you you know and you win a Stanley Cup. That's obviously the goal. It's hard to win in this league. It's tough. It, um, and then when you don't accomplish it every year, where, whether you were the best team or you just snuck in, and you don't win. It still it still stinks, you know. Um, but we had an awesome year, and it was like every time, every day you come to the rink, it was just a great feeling, you know. Sometimes where, and I played on plenty of teams, and usually teams go through it where you're losing, you're on losing streaks, and it feels like it's the end of the world. You come to the rink, it's a rainy day, and it's like depressing, and this, you know you have that bad feeling. Well, every day this year was like, it was so fun. You know, we just, we knew we had a good team. Um, everyone was so close, got along and we just came every day ready to play, ready to, to work and get better. And it was so fun. Um, and everything just kind of clicked and it wasn't always easy. It wasn't always perfect, but for the most part, it was just an awesome year. And, uh, you know, you feel very special to be a part of that. Um, and, you know, we had the team to do it. We had that, we had the roster and it just, like I said, it's hard to win. And sometimes the best team doesn't always win. Sometimes the team that deserve it doesn't always win at a hockey. That's what makes it fun. Interesting. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but it, it, it stung. That was one of the hardest losses I've been a part of, you know, um, getting knocked out there the first round where we had so many opportunities to close it out and, and we just couldn't for some reason. Um, but it, it fuels you, you know, that's, that's all we have this summer to get better and prepare next year. We take another crack at it, you know, and the only team gets one team gets to win every year and it's, it's so hard. Right. So, um, but that's a good challenge and we want that. Um, so it, every year is not going to be like the one we had, um, but it just fuels you more and more to, to see where we can get and see what we can accomplish. And it was, a, it was a great ride. You know, does it take the sting away any more that Florida went as far as they did, you know, and kind of proved people like they are a really good team, right? At first, it was the big underdogs upsetting you guys, but their run was pretty remarkable. And again, like you said, every team is so good. And when it comes to playoffs, it's a different animal in itself. But does that take the sting away to see Florida accomplish as much as they did in the playoffs then? I don't know. It's it's so (laughs) hard. Like, I remember just sitting there watching those games, Florida and Vegas in the finals, and it's like... You know, I know, I know players on both teams who played Florida, you know, it's just like who you vote rooting for. And then like, you're like, that goes away and you're like, we should be there. You know, it's like, we, that's where we wanted to be. That's where we were 
we were heading, you know, it's just like, so you, that, that thought keeps creeping in your mind. So it doesn't really get any easier, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it kind of sucks to watch, to be honest, but <laughs> just still pisses um, you off. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, you'll never get over that stuff. Honestly, you know, yeah. it you can fake it with a smile right now, but it, it, uh, it hurts. Um, but like Florida, they were no fluke. They, I don't think they played up the par during the regular season, but they won the uh, president's trophy the year before. Um, and they were a great team. And all of a sudden they, they hit, they barely get in. They shouldn't even gotten in. I don't think. I think Pittsburgh lost their last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all you need. You just got to find a way. They did. And then all of a sudden they win a, a big game seven or a couple of games, you know, but that game seven all of a sudden it catapulted them and they just ran over Toronto and then they kept going. Like it's, you have a good goalie. He plays well. Their team clicks. They're fighting through injuries. Like, yeah, you got to tip your cap to them, right? But, you know, it, yeah, I don't, it's hard to even talk about. <laughs> Still really. hate it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. But in the end, they beat us. You got to take it on the chin and, and move on and, you know, learn from it, you know. So that, that's all we can do. And just use that fuel to, to fire even more, um, motivate you for next year. And, yeah, we wanted to have a shorter summer, but it was a little longer. And so we just make the most of it and start preparing. Yeah. And even going off that, that's what I wanted to ask you about next as you head into, um, you know, the training camp coming up, the new season, just finishing the way that you guys did and just the disappointment that kind of stems from that. Does it feel different heading into a new season, just more fire under your belt to get things done? Well, yeah, because we, we're not going to have the same team. Uh, you know, we lost a lot of guys even guys we picked up the deadline who, you know, we wish, we wish we could sign everyone. We wish we could have the same team, but it's not how it works. So our team, I don't, I don't want to talk we, cap space with you, Charlie. We can't do that here in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's not, let's not whine about what we can and cannot do, please. <laughs> We're all going through it. Um, just how it is this year. And, but we, we signed these, uh, a lot of veteran guys who have been in the league still play and, and be a big part of our team, which are, it's going to be huge losing um, some other veteran guys that we need to replace. Um, so our team will be different. Um, not saying that would be good or bad. You know, we got to make the most of what we have. And, uh, and I'm excited. I think we're all excited. And um, I, I think, you know, like I said, it's not every year is not going to be like the one we just had in the regular season. I just, you know, that was the best, best regular season team ever. Right. So you can't expect to be a react, but it really doesn't matter. You know, like sometimes you want to be a team who's got to claw their way a little more and, and, um, and work a little harder or whatever the case is, um, you know, like a Florida this year, they had to claw their way the whole time, barely sneak in and go all the way to the finals, you know? Um, so it doesn't really matter what, how you are during the regular season. That's why I always say like, we, we would change that, trade that in for a chance in the finals, you know, without, without even thinking, you know, but, um, we're, we're, we're excited. I'm excited, but yeah, that it does fuel you. Um, when you don't, when you don't make it, um, and you come up short, you know, cause we all want to win, but I think when you do win, not that I've experienced it almost have, I haven't, <laughs> but I think even winning probably you get that taste of it. And you're like, I want to do that again. So yeah. it's going to be a tough, tough year again. It never gets easier. Um, you know, we're talking cap space. That's tough. It's, it's, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough world right now in the, in the hockey world, but um, no, it's all good. We're we're looking forward to it, using the summer to our advantage, prepare, and 
I'm excited to see what our team's going to look like. Honestly, I think it's it's going to be uh, uh, another good team. Five point four million. That's all Bill Guerin has left to spend, and there's still two <laughs> RFAs. It's dire, dire situation over here, Charlie. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> you had mentioned one of those veteran guys that you got last year. That was a big part of the team, despite injury, but just personality wise. Obviously, Nick Felino. We've got Marcus here. We get to see how Moose is, the kind of personality he brings. Nick Felino looks even funnier than Marcus, like not looks wise, but I'm saying like he seems more humorous as a character. Is that accurate? Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I love Marcus too. Marcus is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I feel very lucky to be able to play with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, both of them at the same time. I don't know if we can handle two Felinos <laughs> at once, but no, they're awesome. They're just awesome people. They come from great families. You can tell. Um, how they are brought up, how their parents raised them. Um, and then the families that they have now and their kids are so cute, just good kids. And, and, and both their wives are awesome people as well. Uh, I can't say enough of you know good things about them and um, losing Nick this year is, is it stinks. You know, I, I, I love that guy. He's such a good leader. He was a, he's been a captain for years the leadership that he brings and the stuff that people don't see inside the locker room and beyond is He's he's top of the class in that category, um, but he's so funny. I sat next to him at a practice rink every day, and he's just cracking jokes, always talking, always doing something, always in the mix. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of quiet. You know, I don't say a whole lot, but he's just he gets it out of you, and just you can't you can't be quiet around him because he's always talking, <laughs> always getting you involved, and doing this, doing that. Uh, he's such a good guy, though, so I'm I'm gonna miss him a lot. Um, but Chicago picked up a good one with him and, and Taylor Hall as well. Uh, another solid guy who's we got really close and um, and our wives got really close. So that's just the, the nature of the business, unfortunately, and that stuff happens and you lose friends and teammates and, and your wives lose best friends. Um, but that's you just got to roll with it. And um, and, you know, new wives, new girlfriends, new players come and you create more best friends. So. It's like, uh, it's a little circle of life, I guess, in the hockey world, right? And that's just, mm-hmm. unfortunately, how it goes. And to be clear, not new wives, like you're getting a new wife each time you get traded or moved, right? Like, yes, just- correct. <laughs> yeah, good, good clarification there. Yeah, I don't just- want to uh, put yeah. that out there. <laughs> uh, but you are bringing back uh, Lucci. How exciting is that? And obviously, Morgan Geeky, I think, is going to do tremendous with you. JVR, Kevin Shattenkirk, those additions have to be pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of those guys are better guys who have played have a ton of experience um, and I think they can only help. And like I said, losing Nick Foligno um, and a couple other veteran guys as well. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to to having them and see what they bring. I think they're going to be, you know, good pieces to our team. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a solid year. And like I said, it's not going to be up to par with, um, can we strive for what we had last year? Yeah, we can, but um <laughs> That's not going to happen all the time, but I think having these guys uh, come in and 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 provide their experience, and you know, a guy like Morgan Gigi who come in a younger guy, but has played well, played well in his role, is still young, and is going to make strides in his game. He can be a big factor for us as well. Um, but a guy like Lucci just come in, who's played here. I mean, when I was. I don't know if I was still in middle school, just in the high school, I think. I think I had his player tee as well. I think I was wearing that around town. Um, so that'll be that'll be special to be able to play with a guy like that. Um, 
he's he can still he can still play. He's that that uh, fair factor, I guess, that he brings to like you know when he's out there. I always knew when he was out there when he was um, coming in the corner in our defensive end. If I was going for the puck first, I'm you know holding my breath. Uh oh, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you want you you want to play with that guy instead of against him like he's he's got to be a good one to have um but being back in boston can energize someone like that too i know he's he loved it here he he this is where he started his career his great career and um was huge for the bruins um especially in their playoff run there 2011 winning the cup um so he's going to be great to have uh you know he brings his own own type of game and and can play his role well and I think that's going to be huge for us, but we're, we're happy to have a guy like him. <laughs> you know, I know I, I feel bad for you, Charlie, but how is the city of Boston handling not having a parade? Because I know you guys go through all these years of not being able to have a turn, you know, a celebration trophy. I don't feel bad. I don't at all. As a Minnesotan, I don't <laughs> feel that bad about it. I'm just going to put it out there, Charlie. I know we're so used to having, and we probably talked about it before when I was in, middle school and elementary school we had parades every year we had spirit day at school whatever team was was winning a championship that year we're going in the next day with all of our shirts on red sox south dicks patriots even Mm -hmm. bruins one year it's yeah it's boston's a big uh they call it title town uh (laughs) but we uh we're due we're overdue and Mm -hmm. uh we want to take it upon ourselves to to bring that back and because I mean, Boston's just a great sports city and, and it's one of the, one of the good ones. And uh, the fans here are awesome. They're passionate. They're into it and they deserve that. They deserve all that. And that's what we want to give them. I was a fan here. I know how it is. I know what, what we want, what the people want around here. We all want it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but same with you guys over there. Minnesota is a great hockey town. Yeah. You guys want to want a championship. We all do. So it's, it's hard. It's hard when one team can only do it and take it home each year. Um, but it's worth it. It's worth the battle. It's worth the fight, the preparation, all that. Um, so we want to make it happen, especially for these guys in Boston. And like I said, they do deserve it. The fans deserve it. So we want to make it happen for them. I'd take a second I, round at this point. I would just, that would be nice. I would like to just do that. We'll just um, that as, somebody, as somebody who has lived in Minnesota their entire life, never been able to participate in a parade. I think the twins won the world series when I was just a baby. So I remember nothing. I, what, it, what is it like? Do you get the day off school? Like <laughs> yeah, what, do you what is something do? we can look forward to? <laughs> I was going to say, you can just fly out to Boston one of these years. <laughs> me, give uh, me and Jesse the invite. We will be there. <laughs> well, we got to make it happen first. That's big talk. We got to make it happen. Um, but it's, it's such a blast. We, like, I just think of the Red Sox and Patriots. They were kind of going back and forth early on, early 2000s. And it was just so cool. But it was literally, it was just like, it happened every year almost. It was When it didn't, it was weird. And I don't know if I'm, I was saying this before, but there was a kid, he must have been born like, I don't know, late, late 90s or like early 2000s. And he'd go to every parade and always hold a sign there. And he'd be like, you know, I'm 10 years old and this is my eighth parade. And the next year it's like, I'm 11 years old. It's my ninth parade. You know, and it's every year he had the sign. He was like the sign kid. And I was like, how lucky is this kid? He's, you know, 10 years old. He's seen about 20 parades, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was, it's cool. Like we had, like I said, we had spirit day, you'd go in and then the parades. I remember we went to a Patriots one, maybe a Red Sox one too. So we got to skip school. Um, <laughs> 
and go over there. I think it was my family, sisters, maybe cousins and, uh, participate in that. So that was, that was really nice to be able to do. Um, but yeah, you don't realize that not everyone gets to do this and here we are doing it, no. um, multiple times and however many years. Um, so it was really cool to be a sports fan of Boston growing up. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I have a Tom Brady Patriots jersey. I liked him once upon a time, so that was part of that. Tried to try to cling on to anything because we knew the Vikings weren't getting it done. Uh, you know, as much as championships are a pride of Boston, Patrice Bergeron, another symbol of pride. What do you think his future looks like as he's now uh, a UFA for, I think, it's what first time? Like, what do you think he decides to do? Do you think he's back in Boston next year? And David Krejci as well. I mean, we would love to have them both. They're both <laughs> can play and they're both. I mean, Bergeron just won his whatever it was, 100th Selkie trophy. Like, he's we still... renamed it the Bergeron, by the way. Kirsten and I did during our award show. That's just what we yeah, it's right. Right. But, yeah, it does. I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> uh, but there's both still great players that contribute. And we all know that what they can bring, but they've been playing for, they've been playing for a long time. They've, they've gave so much to the city of Boston and, um, and winning championship and everything else that they brought and just the type of people they are and what they've done in the community and, and everything like that. They're just, they're world-class people and players and we would want, love to have them back. Um, do I know the answer now? I don't, honestly. Um, I wish I knew the answer and I wish it was a yes. We all do, but um, we really respect what they've done. And, you know, they have families now, they're getting older, uh, I think Bergeron just had his fourth kid too, the you know, a few weeks back. And um, so life life is moving for them. And I don't know. I I I wish I wish they could. I wish they do. Um, but I think it's likely. I don't know, probably not, but yeah. we're always keeping our fingers crossed. Every another when I, when another day goes by and each day goes by that he says he hasn't, we're hanging on to that hope. So <laughs> there you we'll go. See. I love it. Well, Charlie, what's the rest of the summer look like then? Just painting the room pink, getting some dresses, all that good stuff before uh, reporting to camp at the end of August? Yeah, pretty much. It's like whenever we go driving past the store and there's a little baby store, we got to go in there. And it is cute. It's I'm starting to like it. Like I'll pick out like an outfit and my wife looks at me like, what What is that? You want to, you like that? That's not even cute. (laughs) And then she'll have like five others that she likes. I'm like, I guess I'll just be over here on my phone, you know? <laughs> um, but it is cute. It's, it's cute to, you know, pick out all the little outfits and the bows and this and that and get it prepared. And my wife's really good at that stuff and preparing and get everything kind of together. So I'm just kind of overseeing it, but there she's go. got the reins on that, but yeah, just kind of preparing, um, getting a little nursery together and, um, yeah, just trying to learn as much as we can reading the baby books and, trying to get tips from everyone. So thank you for yours. Um, yes. If there's anything else you think of, please let me know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, be- yeah. That's pretty much it. Just, we can't travel obviously because she's um, oh, maybe yeah. like six weeks to go. So we're just kind of stuck here and just enjoying our time while we can. Hopefully the sun comes out a little more and kind of cloudy first half of summer. Yeah. Um, but it's all good. Life is good. Good things coming. Are you getting the Canadian wildfires there too? as badly as we are like that's where we it's not cloudy here but we have just smoke everywhere yeah i don't think it's i think maybe there was a little bit but nothing mm. i think when i was up in minnesota you could really tell mm-hmm. um 
but it hasn't been too bad. I think it's just been kind of crappy weather, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, Minnesota has good weather anyway, so we have that over Boston. We don't have the titles, but we have the sunshine <laughs> and lakes, so we'll take that. Well, Charlie, always good catching up with you. You know I appreciate the time so, so much. Cannot wait for baby girl and for you to experience that. Just know none of us know what the hell we're doing. So, you know, whatever you good. think feels right, that's what you got to go with. It's a, It's a joy. It's hard, but it is the most fun hard you will ever have. Yeah, it makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. I'll be I'll be right there with you guys. But um, <laughs> I appreciate it again. It's always nice talking to you being on here. So can't wait till next time. Love it. All right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. I just adore Charlie. Such a good guy. Such a good human. Not, could not be happier for him and his wife and the expecting of their first baby. I hate giving unsolicited advice, but I felt like that was helpful advice, Kirsten. Yeah, like like I was telling you, it's not like you were telling somebody like, only let your baby sleep this long, hold it this way, do this, do yeah. that. Like it was very like, this is for you. Like I'm trying it's to literally. Help yes, exactly. Like I remember hearing that when I was pregnant with my first and I was like, this is brilliant. Cause it was so easy to fall back asleep then. Like yeah. because your brain didn't get overstimulated and wake up. Right. Like, but you could still mm-hmm. see enough to change the diaper or to feed. It was a lovely thing. I forget who it was at USA hockey, but you're listening. Thank you. For that advice it was brilliant it was from a dad too which i always find always appreciative um you know one thing i wanted to ask charlie i didn't get a chance to but it's time for you and i to discuss it then matt dumba remains an unrestricted free agent still mm-hmm. as of today monday 11 47 a.m now each week that goes by we say we're surprised but i continue to be surprised that something has not been done you know there's rumors that it's buffalo there's rumors that it's arizona i think san jose was the latest rumor i had heard um, what do you think is the holdup? I mean, I feel like it's not fully just money. I think Dumba yeah. would have to have realized that either. What do you think is, is changing that Matt Dumba still remains one of the top unrestricted free agents on the market? Um, a great question. Um, my thoughts one financially, what is like the differences on price? Cause I definitely am sure that probably plays a factor, not saying it's the factor, um, but that might play in. Another thing that comes to my mind is he's maybe seeing if a better team has interest. Like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to go to San Jose or Arizona or Buffalo. Maybe he's waiting to see, like, is there another city that wants me that I would fit in better at? Because also, too, like, and that's not necessarily a knock towards the city or the fan base organization by any means, but like also take into consideration, he wants to play with whatever team he goes to. So considering what their defensive core looks like, how much playing time is he going to get? So that might play a factor into which team he's looking to go to as well. Um, That's kind of my only other thought of maybe what the holdup could be. I know there was rumors too, like, well, maybe teams are waiting to finish signing their players to see how much room that they have or, organization letting a player like unrestricted free agent seeing how that goes seeing mm-hmm. who they actually have on their team so I don't yeah know. it's it's head scratching a little bit and there are certainly are some still some very big names outside of Matt Dumba Patrick Kane Tarasenko I believe is still on the board too you've got quite a few players that carry this weight with them right that are just like they're the best but you're right I think money's tight. I mean, Charlie Coyle talked about that. Every team is, is a little bit strapped. Not every team. Chicago has money to sign everybody and their mom, apparently, uh, as does Arizona just signing egregious. I still can't get over Corey Perry making as much as he is in Chicago because 
why not? Somebody's got to protect Connor Bedard, I suppose. Yeah. Ooh, Toronto's happy. making some moves too. Yeah, Toronto Connor Bedard, too. he signed. He signed today. Yeah. It's amazing. Remarkable. How many That's points? All. I saw this as a topic of discussion. I think it was Johnny Lazarus that brought up the point when I was scrolling through Twitter, which I'm still shocked is still standing, that it's still functioning. Is, is anybody even on threads anymore? I don't know. I don't. It feels like a nuisance. I don't go to threads anymore. I, yeah. I, it lasted not even 24 hours for me. Yeah. So I'm back on Twitter. Um, I'm still <laughs> able to read your tweets, good or bad. Um I don't care. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, Johnny Lazarus said like he thinks Bedard will get minimum 70 points this season. Are we buying it or selling it? Mm. Buying it. There's nobody else really on that. Like, I mean, there is, but there's like let's let's do it. I say yes. I say 70 or more. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I asked a question lot. and I didn't even think of what I'm thinking. Um, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. If this kid is who everyone says he is, especially a close personal friend of the pod, Con McDavid, who <laughs> thinks he is the next best thing since sliced bread, he's going to get minimum 70 points his rookie season. Minimum. Future Calder trophy winner. Next year's Calder class is going to be sick. I am I know. so I'm calling it now. It. Adam Fantilli, Bedard. I don't know after that, honestly. <laughs> Just, it's a couple, those right? Those two like, are going to be finalists. Yeah. I mean, well, how many points do you think Adam Fantilli puts up? Um, Minimum 50. Minimum 50. You put me on the spot there. Minimum I did. 50. No, he's I not, did. That was... He's not Bedard. I think Bedard at this moment in time more skilled, but Fantilli is. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. He's going to be fantastic as well. Fantastic, Fantilli. Do you think he would want to come on our podcast? Um, I don't know, but I'm sure going to try. Exactly. He'll Adam, be at the Hobie Baker golf event coming up um, in August, so I will try to pull some strings, make that happen. Nice. We like it. We like it. We like the Hobie. We like all of you guys more importantly. Thanks for checking us out for another week. Thanks to Charlie Coyle for taking time and chatting with us. Thank you to Talk North for featuring us on their network. Soda Stick, uh, some new sick The Beauty League merch out now. The Beauty League happening right now on Wednesdays. You can see me enjoying my time at a hockey rink in the middle of the summertime. Uh, just kidding. Shout out Anders Lee, who took time yesterday last week to chat with me before their game so I didn't have to stay and watch another hockey game so we appreciate good ones like that uh also shout out <clears throat> excuse me to Royal Credit Union to Livia to Jim Beam and Greenbelt you guys are all awesome let us know what you think we love the engagement that has been happening on our YouTube channel so certainly keep that up shoot us any of your questions we have we hope you're liking the new Tuesday release I like it Kirsten do you like the new Tuesday release? I it's love so it. weird to me Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week. Like they always have been. And I'm not even just saying that because that's when our podcast that's comes out. I know it's odd. very weird. I love yeah. Tuesdays though. I just love a good Tuesday. I like Thursdays. I like a good Thursday. Mm. I think it's because you're at the end of the week and you're kind of like, yeah, it's for, I feel like Thursdays have always kind of been my go-to jam. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very big on like the start of the week, setting things off on the right foot. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I like Mondays too. You know why we like Mondays? Because we have an amazing job. You get to see me every Monday. That's I probably ask it. for anything more. I know. 
I know. And you guys get to see us Tuesdays again on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, wherever you watch. Know that we appreciate you. Uh, one more shout out to our Fab Five friends, who, of course, I saw at a beauty league last week as well. Always good to see their smiling faces and love their support. Um, don't forget, again, beauty league happening. Oh, Braemar 5, 6, 10, and 7, 30. Game times, lots of great players out there. In no way are they having us promote this, but I just come say hi to me, so I'm not so bored. You know, maybe she'll shave her head again left this me. summer too. Maybe I'll get another mullet. Maybe that's a possibility. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, until next week, you guys have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye. Near, 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 near.